Welcome to the My Joyful Journeys podcast, episode six. So I have a love-hate relationship with trigeminal neuralgia support groups. Um, And I just wanted to kind of talk about those today. Uh, When I was first diagnosed with trigeminal neuralgia, or TN as I'll refer to it a lot, um, I read everything I possibly could find on the internet about it. And then I would get so overwhelmed by all the information that I would have a panic attack, hyperventilate, and abandon all the research and just stop. And then when I read about the pain getting so bad that you want to kill yourself, and I would just get to that point again where I would have a panic attack, I would hyperventilate, and I'd stop reading. Still do. Still have that reaction a lot of times. Um, When I was first diagnosed with trigeminal neuralgia, I felt completely alone. Especially because they told me that most of the people that get it are old. And so I felt like I was this anomaly, you know. I've later... I've since then I've realized that that's not really true. Um, that may have been how it was in the past. That may have been at least their belief or something, but so many people I know of have it and are quite young. And, and I've heard as young as like babies uh, on up to, you know, teenagers. And then my age range in the forties, um, everywhere in between and above and around, I've heard it all. So, um, I felt completely alone and then I, I was on Facebook and found some support groups and it felt so good to not be alone. Um, I loved to see the support and the love that people gave to each other and it was like a safe place, you know, that I could go to where, um, people actually got it, you know, because a lot of people are just kind of like, with a chronic invisible illness, it's hard for people to get it. And these people got it. So it really helped me a lot. Um, even if I didn't say anything and I just observed, it still gave me strength and hope to know that, um, there were other people that, that understood. Um, but it also broke my heart in two to know that other people have to experience this horrible disease. That was really, um, difficult for me and still is so difficult for me. I wish nobody ever, ever had to experience this and I wish it didn't exist. And there are a lot of things I wish, but, um, yeah. So whenever I'm on those support groups, it kind of, it kills my soul a little bit to see people in various stages of suffering and hopelessness And it makes me have those panic attacks again and hyperventilate again and just abandon the group. And, um, I feel like I, I hurt for them. I feel like I feel too deeply. Sometimes I, I'm too empathetic. I can put myself in their position too easily. And I've cried so many tears for people like Julie 
and Brianna and Kristen and Andrea and McKenna and McKenna's sweet mom Mora and um, Lisa and Susan and Amy and David and so many more. And I always back out of the local uh, like group nights that they'll have together. They'll get together once in a while and meet at a restaurant in the evening or sometimes like on a Saturday morning or something. And um, I've come to love the group members so much, but I have major anxiety and panic attacks and fear about going to these support group little gatherings and it's so stupid like I I don't understand it but I mean they're my heroes I support them they support me I'm dying to meet these people and yet I am too afraid to go to them or I back out I'm too, in too much pain nights are really hard for me sometimes sometimes mornings are really hard for me sometimes I just have a lot going on and I haven't been able to do it um, but, um, I feel like I want to go and I plan to go, but I, and I feel like hopefully someday I'll be brave enough to actually go to one. I did in the very, very beginning and it, and it was great. And so I don't know why I haven't gone back. It's ridiculous. I have... I can't explain my anxiety and my depression and my lack of um, self-esteem or <laughs> like all the different kinds of factors that go into this, but it's just hard. Um, but we, and we were one, one time we were invited to um, be interviewed by a local television re news reporter, news anchor person, whatever you call them reporter and at the last minute I backed out I like I had a terrible pain flare and I was having major anxiety attacks about it and I just I couldn't do it I could not make myself do it and and I hated myself for it I wanted to go so badly I wanted to tell my story I wanted to be supportive of the other people there. I, I, there were so many factors about and reasons why I wanted to go, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was a coward and couldn't do it. Um, seeing people on the international support groups is super overwhelming for me. Like, I mean, I know that TN is incurable and I know that eventually that it gets to be too much and I'm super high functioning ish yet it sucks. Like I hurt, I suffer. I've wanted so bad to just curl up in a ball and not face the world a lot of days. But if I do that, then my kids won't be able to eat, have any food to eat. So I have to go to work. So I go to work instead. And sometimes I'm slower getting there. Um, Sometimes I'm crying all the way there. Sometimes I'm crying on the way home. Sometimes I'm crying quietly at my desk, but I'm there. Um, 
sometimes I have to go into our conference room thing and just uh, relax and take some deep cleansing breaths in the quiet darkness of that room just to be able to regroup and be able to get out there and go back and do stuff. The things that I, you know, I'm responsible for. And I feel like, like it's hard and I know that I can do hard things, but sometimes I just, I simply do not want to do them. When I see people on the support group pages who have lost hope, whose pain level is not endurable anymore, and they long for death, my heart aches for them. And I cry for them, and I pray for them, and I'm afraid. I'm terrified that one day that's going to be me. That I'm facing my future when I'm seeing these people. And suddenly I flash back to the crushing moment when the doctor told me that I have the suicide disease. <laughs> that I have a rare incurable disease that will eventually cause me to be in so much pain that I will want to kill myself. I know it's very possible that someday I will have exhausted all treatment options and I will want to kill myself to be free from the horrific pain. So going back to that moment in my mind makes my, my chest starts to tighten up and I can't catch my breath and the tears start to fall and I have a panic attack and I hyperventilate and I abandon the group because I just can't take it. Sometimes I unfollow a group so I don't have to see the notifications because it's just too hard for me. And then other times I just will completely like unjoin a group if it's a national group sometimes because it just gets to be too much. So part of me really loves the groups and the love and the support and the camaraderie that people have for one another on there. And part of me hates the groups. Um, because I know it makes me face my possible future. And I'd rather pretend like it's not going to happen and just take one day at a time and just, you know, hope that it doesn't ever happen that miraculously I'm one that doesn't have that, that happen. But I also long to help others, to support others, to bring them hope and love and send them virtual hugs and a prayer to help them through their pain. And so I, keep going back. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll talk to y'all later.